everyone. Welcome back to the Brothers Take podcast. I'm Chris, and I am joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And in this week's episode, we are back in the room to talk about Uncharted 4, to kind of cap our Uncharted uh, 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 discussion. Yeah, thank you. I forgot the word discussion. We have definitely discussed this one, haven't we? Oh, we, we have, have, but Chris, you should get one. a better thesaurus because the one you have is it's not only awful, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I brain farted, but my brain farted, and then I forgot the word discussion. And, uh, then, it's the and then I forgot the how to speak right all Journey. together, and then I had an existential crisis. But yes, we are back in the room to talk about Uncharted 4 uh, because we've been talking about the Uncharted series in the lead up to the launch of the Uncharted movie, which is now officially out oh, everywhere. Dude. It's not only out in did we get it Ireland, before? Other... Oh, we did get it before. Other... We got it first, yeah. But now it now it's out. Um, so yes, we're talking Uncharted Four, and as Adam has uh, pointed out, we have talked about this before. It was uh, very early on in our podcast, originally in audio format only, but is now available on YouTube as well. Um, I believe it was our favorite game of 2016. The mm. monster is yourself was the original <laughs> quote that we titled Ooh. it. So, um, so some That's of the stuff that it is a good quote. Some <laughs> of the stuff that we've talked about, uh, we will have talked about before. But I mean, we've played this game many times since as well. So there could be new thoughts or new things we have. And plus, in that episode, we also talked about other games that were some of our favorites of that year. Whereas this is going to be purely focused on Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. It's got to be a full spoiler discussion, uh, like the other Uncharted games have been. So it's it's kind of with the thought process that you have played the game or are familiar with the game. But if you're not, and you just want to listen anyway and hear why this game is so good, then welcome to the discussion. And we'd love to hear from you at any point, Trent. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please do jump down in the comments to share your thoughts. If you enjoyed this discussion, please do give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell for all future content. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, then you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to give your take on Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. But without further ado, let's talk pirates! I can't believe I brain farted. That happens okay, to man. the best of us. Okay, it was, and it the was... worst of us. And just to everyone in general, actually. <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah, it, it happens. You gotta go. yeah, yeah. That should be the quote that opens. Yeah, it's like, brain farts. They happen to the best of us. And the worst of us. And all of us. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Just put the text in at the beginning. And then and then start then start the video. Yeah, I just well, I just did it. I, oh, okay. <laughs> but, but if you're listening on audio platforms, then you don't you don't know. So oh, okay. <laughs> just go over to YouTube and check that out. Yeah. Well, that's where anyway, that's where the magic happens. Before we jump right into Uncharted Four, um, Eric, I know there was a couple of things you wanted to shout out. Uh, yes. Just yeah. before we jump uh, right into the discussion, I mean, I told you I had two things I wanted to say, but then there's actually three things. Because so Chris, you got Horizon Two, Forbidden West, so that is. That Horizon Forbidden future. West is out. Yeah, we're obviously not going to talk about it yet, but let no. us know if you're playing it and what you think of it. Yes, so that, that's first. The second announcement is I do believe I have finished the the first season of The Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime, uh, oh, which no. is actually a really good show. First episode's not great, but the rest from the episode three onwards, it's really good. So if you're into like a dark fantasy kind of animated show, I would give it a recommended watch. It's kind of reminds me of like Mary Shelley's The Modern Prometheus or like the Dracula story or something. That's the cool. kind of style and tone of it. So it's very good. And the third main announcement is that yesterday, Friday the 18th, uh, Netflix's The Cuphead Show was released. Yes. Uh, which was uh, helped by by a Irish studio called Lighthouse Studios and a person I went to college with called Helen Dixon, who works for Lighthouse Studios, worked on that show so i would like to give just a congratulations to her and that team on their work because i watched the first episode and it's a very well made episode very well made it's the animation yeah. smooth while staying in in yeah. touch with the all right so yeah, it looks, same, it looks same type of animation as the game yeah, same same type yeah, of animation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. i saw yeah. the trailer up early i didn't know that the the guys from lighthouse were involved so that's really cool yeah not that she's gonna watch this or know that we've given her a shout out but well done helen <laughs> well done helen feeling, <laughs> and the feeling team tap on the back yeah 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 and i suppose one last thing then around the world of gaming and entertainment is this might be of interest to some people and they might not be aware of it but if you have a ps5 
or an Xbox Series X or S. Um, so if you have a next-gen console, there is now a free trial version of the next-gen update of Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. I've, I've, I've downloaded it. I haven't tried it yet, but I have downloaded it. So you get a... Fu- Do you not just get the next-gen version anyway because you own the game? I don't know. Maybe. I, I would have thought so. But anyway, yeah. so you if, if it's a game where you're like, I heard so many bad things about it, and I don't know if I want to jump into it. But there is a five-hour trial version if you want to see what is the game all about. Uh, if anyone wants to download that, but you only have until uh, March 13th, I think it could be. I'm not sure, but uh, maybe just double check. I know it's some date in March to actually download it and give it a go. It's, it's from the beginning of the game. So okay. from your character creation, and then you have five hours of the, uh, nothing's restricted in the game. So do what you uh, like. Like, it's just when imagine someone's like, because you know what those character creations, how long they take. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. you can spend the five hours doing that. Yeah, it's like, uh, your time's up. What? <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> finished tweaking his ween. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was weird that you make a character so detailed that you barely see. But Oh, yeah, um, it's very annoying. Yeah, but, but anyway, you know so, what you look like. That's all that yeah. matters. You, sp- you spend your five hours doing whatever the hell you want. Right now, though, we're going to talk all things on Jared 4. Thief's End! Um, this game i think did a lot of things different to uncharted 3 and 2 and 1 in terms of adding new gameplay elements um it kind of freshened up the gameplay a little bit uh so just from a gameplay standpoint i'd like to start there there's a couple of additions what did you think of the gameplay in uncharted 4 smooth Uh, yeah it was great it's like obviously it's uh there's last of us in between so that inspired mm. the gameplay quite heavily the introduction of the stealth i think worked really really well here the hiding in the long grass and things like that and um, because obviously crouch mechanic was always part of it so you, there, there was a bit of stealth anyway you know uncharted 2 introduced this as part of the museum section mm. so it was a natural progression and then you had the grappling hook which just makes everything just so much i think it was probably maybe overdone a little bit but just in yeah. a you know but in in terms of gameplay it's super it's, satisfying it's, it's great because you have those sweet lands where you knock someone out as you and you fall on top of them and things like that and it made for, it made the multiplayer much uh much better as well yeah yeah which is something we haven't really talked about with the other two is the multiplayer That's i true. didn't really play the multiplayer but i a little bit of tree before is where yeah i really got into the multiplayer side of it yeah i think i think the multiplayer is at its best in uncharted 4 actually i think that's mm. a good point yeah, yeah. and i i suppose that speaks to why we haven't brought it up in the other ones actually whereas this is the first time one of us have brought it up is that it was a notable improvement in this one yeah uh, great way to keep shape eric thoughts on the gameplay uh ah sure you know uh, this is gonna be one of those episodes where i like i go on for an hour rant on charity tree and then this one's just like oh yeah it's good man that's it I, no, I, I, no, I there's, there's, there's huge, there is huge improvement. The, the, gra- the grappling hook is is a great addition. One thing I actually that stands out to me that I really liked, uh, and it's such a, it, it is quite minute, but it just made a, a difference of realism and smooth animation, which was in like all the other ones. If you're hanging on a wall or a ledge or something, and you want to get to the next ledge, you have to jump. No matter how close the ledge was, you have to jump to it. While in this one now, it's like you can just you can just reach and you'll just grab on automatically and then just go and you, so you can actually climb it like an actual kind of rock climber. And I just really liked that because it just made the whole thing feel more and that realistic. extended as well, isn't it? Into the, like the the way you traverse the world a little bit. There's like a yeah, direct open there's, world. Yeah, there's like an what do they call it? Open linear approach. Again, kind of came from The Last of Us a little bit there. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah, it's like lots of open areas because again, when you were talking about how there's the tall grass and the sneak and stuff, like there was areas when you're on the island, you know, you could sneak around this way or sneak around, like you know, you circle around, you can go about different ways. You don't have to take on the enemies. You can actually just try to get past them and get on with it and stuff like that. And you know that that was that really I appreciate. Nice impro- yeah, really nice improvements yeah. and stuff uh, on it, and just that you can tackle it your own way while still making the story linear. So you still get from A to B and rock climb over C and vault over D and then jump over across E and all that, right? But it was just very oh, nice. Oh, you're not going to finish it out? No, I, I want to hear the all. whole album. 
You punched uh, F and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can actually drive G. <laughs> uh, you slide down e, uh, G. No, was that drive? Drive G. Slide down. I forgot the alphabet. <laughs> I've had a brain fart. I forgot the alphabet. Um, what? Uh, All right. Everybody gets one. I had a brain fart. You've had a brain fart. Adam, you're going to get one at some point. I'm pretty sure I get so one every I'm episode, the... though. <laughs> you are? I get one every episode. A brain fart? Yeah. They happen, man. Yeah. Sometimes at the worst times, you know, sometimes that you just want to introduce an episode. <laughs> they just yeah. happen. Um, uh, and, and the other other things actually I like that when it comes to the gameplay, I suppose, would include the spectacles. Glasses oh, yeah. like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When Nathan Drake puts on those those spectacles and his, his eyes get all anime big because of the magnifying glass. Just top notch stuff. Do you mean no. the set pieces? I mean the set pieces. I mean oh, the, the cinematic like, moments. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Tree had great ones with the plane, but they yeah. kind of went a little too much. It's like, oh look, you're here, and now the church is the, the chateau's burned down. Oh, you're here, and now there's a ship. Oh, now you're here, and there's plane. Oh, now you're here, and there's the castle and stuff. But with this, it's they they brought it back to being somewhat grounded, obviously in uncharted world, grounded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. still being epic, still being amazing. Like the moment when you're in the the auction and you, you jump mm-hmm. onto like this or you get kicked out of the out of window by Nadine you land on the flag you end up swinging across the flag mm-hmm. you crash through the window and then you're just into cover and you just get a gun like that is like really cool now it's not jumping out of a fucking plane like but it's still the way it's done the way it's the, the camera work and everything is done is just really cinematic or of course the driving on the motorbike away from the truck and you're shooting at it that's a great that's convoy great chase. It's I think yeah, the, the, a lot of difference is that with the one to three, it's like the cinematic moments are big explosions and something huge and spectacle. Mm. Uh, some of that is still there in four, but four's kind of whoa moments change to a more narrative level. So like when yeah. Elena goes, "I'm so disappointed in you." Holy shit! It's like the, the, it's still the same. But it it's shifted a little bit because you know yeah, how yeah, yeah. how buddy buddy they've been the whole time. So then it's like yes, it's like once you know it's different being just angry with someone, but when you're like genuinely just disappointed in them. Like, oh, there's oh, not worse there's, oh, if you tell someone you're disappointed in them. Oh, just some of my them. highlights of playing Uncharted Four are just feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, oh, in this let, game, I've let her down again. No, I, I, I cried in this game. I cried during this game, so that's hey! how you know it's good for me. It goes in the cry jar. Eric's cry jar. There's a Uncharted 4 in there. Yeah, There's I think, a 10 uh, grand in there, though. I, I think bringing up the performances is very important because I think they're at their best in this one. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and we've always said that like in the Uncharted games are lifted or elevated by the great writing and the great characters. And that if it didn't have that, yes, it'd still be good action games, but they'd probably be only that. Mm. as opposed to really great stories and really great characters. Um, and in this one, yeah, it's like, fucking hell, they take it to a whole new level. How is it that, this is going to sound terrible, how is it that I've probably never related to a video game character more than when Nathan Drake <laughs> is just not <laughs> listening <laughs> as Elena is telling him, and he is dreaming of some distant adventure or something and like that is me (laughs) and i don't just mean with like a significant other i just mean with like anyone like i could like i could be in a meeting that's genuinely important right and they're telling me stuff that i need to pay attention to and yes i am paying attention but in the back of my mind i'm like Man, I wonder what Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is gonna be yeah. like. You know, or... I do think I I do think that Drake, wow. oddly enough, is the most relatable video game character ever. Yeah. In in yeah, yeah. in in four, because even when he just goes up and he looks at the old things in the attic and he's reminiscing on memories, mm-hmm. it's like man, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even just when he's like, even when I just he, pick up a cup, I was like, nah, memories. I had a yeah, wicked cup of tea out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever when he has the Nerf gun? Yeah, and it's like he's playing because he knows no one can see him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what a yeah. great way to introduce the shoot, shoot cover and shooting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had to go. Yeah. I, I, thought, oh, that's, that... I think that's what's great about it is that like nothing in the game feels like 
oh here's the tutorial and here's the next bit like it's just it's it's all told through the story it feels mm-hmm. yeah. right yeah yeah well i mean like the the brilliant thing about that scene is it's entertaining like well i would say it's entertaining for everyone because of how believable their performances are as a relationship yeah. just like the moment she's talked to him and then he starts to drown out and then she just starts poking him with the fork like the whole bit yeah. then they play the ps1 they play naughty dog ratchet that was amazing that's nostalgia done right yeah Yeah, that's nostalgia done right that (laughs) was amazing and what yeah and what yeah it's what you're like in terms of that wasn't like an eye-rolling moment of oh here we go they're shoehorning in a fucking cameo appearance you know yeah like that just felt so right just trying to to have a normal life and the the whole i suppose the way they oh there's my brain fart i had a point and i just lost it everybody gets one one. but like you know it's just it's their performances are just extremely entertaining to watch that like you know you don't even have to be an uncharted fan but you can get their yeah relationship and like it's totally really really believable oh that's what i was gonna say yeah i think all that really really works too like the you know there's there's moments in the game like when you're a kid going through the Mm. museum i think they're actually kind of born to play and they were born to play the first time and uh, all like any other reruns through the game those are sequences i don't really enjoy it's cool getting the story and stuff like that but they're not fun to play whereas the doing the house chores or like they're f- oddly that's fun to play through and i think mm-hmm. the reason for that is because we have an expectation based on the title of the game that we're gonna miss out on this opportunity later on yeah and uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's why that really, really works. As opposed to the, you know, going back when he's a kid, it was like, well, I know where he ends up. So that's not, mm. it's not knowing where the character is going to go. And I think that's why just the normal, everyday, mundane things are kind of fun to play through. Yeah, you've changed, man. You've changed. So I suppose with the, <laughs> uh, what you're alluding to there as well, with the title and the like artwork on the box and all the trailers, the marketing, um, they're obviously alluding to the possibility that Nathan Drake will die on this yeah. adventure. At any point, did you think that that's how this story was going to end? That this would be Nathan Drake's? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Leading up to his death. Yeah, I thought this was going to be. Yeah, I did think it was going to be his end, and I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I wish they would end it in another way. And then yeah. they did. And they we told you it was did. a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> they did, and it was. And it they was did, beautiful. and it's. It beautiful. is beautiful. It's really touching. Yeah, it's, um, it's. It shouldn't work actually, but this is the ending that I think No Time to Die should have had. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers for that too. <laughs> yeah, I think No Time to Die kind of went in the direction that they feel like they like. That's that's the way that you would expect it to go, nearly. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't okay. subverting expectations at all. In fact, because they were kind of hinting at it. Whereas mm-hmm. with uh, a thief's end, game, yeah, though the game is really graphically, graphically, and the the um the actual mechanics for it. Like, when you're reason. in Scotland, and they just to, like you could step on the, you know, there's those kind of rock slide moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, you mm-hmm. have that. You don't like well, you do have to always slide down them, but um if you just go to step on it and then like a rock falls and it kind of knocks other rocks and just the way the the way they kind of all tumble down that hill is yeah there we go that's the word physics the physics of this game is great well this i like graphically and physically this game like started pushing the limits of the playstation 4 yeah um and obviously there are other games then towards the latter half of playstation 4 that you know arguably look better but this game still yeah, fucking holds up as one they, of the best looking games yeah i think the other games that came out like they the, yes they look better but like in a minute way i think yeah yeah Jake, oh yeah yeah this was the big jump i, I think they fucking peaked nearly with this game like they, mm. there were small improvements after this but fuck me does this game hold up in terms of like look oh 100 and like every time i see uh the close-ups on the character models i'm like holy yeah. fucking shit they look amazing yeah. like they look ridiculous yeah. Uh, I do like as you mentioned Scotland there uh, one thing I like about this game which counters a complaint that we had about 2 and 3 is that they get to you can have your cake and eat it too they get a globe trotting adventure in there yep. but you also spend a lot of time in the uncharted place yes. oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yes. we yeah, get yeah, to yeah. spend a long time in Libertalia it starts to feel a little bit like one again 
Yeah. yeah. As well, as, well, it's, it, that's the thing, isn't it? The game is a culmination of the series. Yeah. You know, it's it's you kind of go to destinations that are similar to destinations from all of the games, but ultimately it ends with sort of feeling like we're back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. This jungle yeah. environment, and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, that was nice as well because it it did feel more. Like, even if you're in Madagascar, you're going to an uncharted part of Madagascar, even though you're in the Caribbean islands in the boat with Sam. It's like, it still feels like an uncharted place. I love that bit. That's great. Yeah, like, I it, love it, that it sequence. feels uncharted, even if you're in Scotland. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like an uncharted part of Scotland, you know, because it wasn't quite like... There's a little bit more uh, Tomb Raiden in this one, I guess. Yeah, a little bit yeah. more Tomb Raiden. It wasn't like, you know, you're in Nepal, you know, you're in you're in the, the city of Nepal. No. The city of Nepal in Tibet, or is it the city of Tibet in Nepal? Anyway, you're there. You know where you are. It's charted, right? Like Uncharted Two and Uncharted Three. There's an element of like you kind you know where you are, so it's slightly charted. But with the other places, like it's just a, a kind of general area. There's the general area you are, but you have no idea. So it just has this sort of um, a tomb raiding experience. That's a yeah. someone else yeah. talk now. <laughs> Thank you for that, Eric. <laughs> I, 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 I want to hear some more from you. Right? <laughs> no, but I think um, I think one of the appealing things about the last two games, right, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the criticisms as well, is that they're kind of action games first and then adventure games second. Yeah, and this one I think successfully does it the other way around. I think it's an adventure game more than an action game even though there's great action there's great gunplay there is great action sequences throughout but even by having more stealth there's even situations where you could sneak your way through and skip an action sequence Mm. because it's not about the fighting even though the fighting is great it is more about the adventure this time around it's not about uh flipping off lazarevich and getting back at him and it's not about you know killing marlo for i don't know whatever she did as a when you were a child um it's it it is about finding this treasure with your brother who of course is the new main character brought into the series and we said this before um but given that this is the dedicated uncharted 4 episode it's worth mentioning it again he should not work no it shouldn't it, none of this, this should work this introducing a brother like it's the fifth fast and furious movie or whatever it is <laughs> ninth, and, and, sudden, and suddenly vin diesel has a brother character who comes in and, and is like oh he was my brother and i never talked about him it shouldn't work but fuck me did they pull it off <laughs> like like i remember even in the marketing when they said there was going to be a brother i didn't like it i was like well, that's bullshit that's bullshit because yeah. i never mentioned him before and even marlo pulls up a file in uncharted 3 and says father uh, sends son to orphanage. You know, it's it's clear there that it's like okay, so yeah, there was no brother, so you can't you can't just add a brother in. But now I can ignore that little document because the brother character is so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and I and well, I suppose it works because they kind of established that Drake has lied about his past before anyway. Mm. Um, and there is an element of. Well, let's just keep moving forward and stop looking back a bit with Drake and Sully in, in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the I think the and it plays into the whole. Well, we get to see more locations and things like that. Is the use of flashbacks in this game that yeah. helps establish the relationship so that we can now believe it, and it allows us to see other places. It allows us to, to establish the villain and how he had a connection with them. Uh. So I think the uses the the flashbacks in this works really really well. Which tree is probably the first one to do flashbacks, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Well, no, technically, uh, technically two, two. two. Technically, technically two. Just because of the beginning of the game, or yeah, like it opens well, the train and then flashes back to, back to Harry and back to yeah. the train and back to you know. So yeah. technically, that introduced the flashback mechanic. Um, but the third one was the first one for flashbacks of his childhood that you actually yeah, yeah. played. Like genuine years in a difference. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Uh, this game does do an interesting thing that Uncharted 2 also did, which is opening at a sequence later in the game. And then? And then coming back 
So kind of, and then it goes back to the childhood, which is what Uncharted Three did. So it kind of plays on what yeah. other Uncharted games did. However, I must say, disappointing opening shot <laughs> for the final Uncharted, which is just the the like window of the boat. I yeah, like, I didn't like the opening. Not a good opening, game, but I did like the when the music kicks in. It's great. The next, yeah, the bit after the kind of title card sequence, I think, is one of my favorite moments in the Uncharted game, which is you're you're exploring, you're diving. So it's like the first one again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fucking cool. And then it reveals actually he's just a salvage dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, no, amazing. Amazing. This is, this is a river. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, good. It's cool. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, like we get that time with him having a normal life. And you're like, this is amazing. Like, I think I ought to play a whole game of this. And then, <laughs> and then of course, when Sam comes in and just ruins life, ruins his life and takes him on an adventure, you're like, no, no, I'd also play a whole game of this. This is great too. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not complaining. I'm happy to go on this adventure with Sam. Sure. Um, I, I like that Sam is the older brother, but Nate is the mature like, one. Mature one. I relate. Yeah. No, John. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a, no, I suppose because of her, um, her relationship with, or his relationship with Elena, uh, the way she has made him grow up and it's true him it's true that uh adventure with sam does he realize actually elena has been right all along this is crazy yeah i can't, I can't I, put my life on the line for a piece of gold like this is just mental yeah and they do they they actually have a moment where like so in the last kind of two games sully has had moments with nate where he's like oh, I'm, I'm getting too old for this yeah. like what are we what are we even doing here nate you know yeah yeah and in this one, and he and Nate's always been the one like, come on, you know, let's let's go, let's do this. And in this one, Nate's fine. Like, there's a moment to get to Libertaria. Sam is just eager to go and like, let's keep going. And Nate actually sits down and hold on, like, what? Let's just like, what, what the hell are we doing here? Like, you know, there's people trying to kill us over this. Like, this is ridiculous. And I just think the reverse works really well for the final Uncharted adventure. And whether it had been a brother or some other character, I think they kind of needed after doing the last three. And at some point, some of the story beats getting a little repetitive. They needed that change of pace where Nate was finally kind of faced with someone who's like him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of trying to speak reason. And then, yeah. of course, the big fucking reveal that his brother conned him into this adventure. Yeah. <sighs> I think bastard. as well as that, it, it's it kind of shows uh, Drake's motivation throughout the series. This one does where perhaps yeah. he's really only going on this adventure to feel a connection with his brother or even out of guilt, possibly guilt. There's a sense of like, Oh, I left my brother to die. Yeah. And maybe like, maybe like every time he has, like it does put like, this a... is why one, this is why two doesn't really fit in for me. Like on a, on a motivational story level. Really? Because I feel that it's like, okay, so yeah, the other two might be more they're, personal they're more in terms personal. of like, like those, childhood, those feel right? like things that Sam probably wanted to do. But the way I looked at it was that it's nearly like, so he tried to have a relationship with Elena each time. Yeah. But he kept having, he kept having like those moments at the show in this one, where as having a normal life, there's that itch in him where he's looking at it and he's going, nah, Sam would have wanted to go there. Like sure. Sam would have done this, Sam would have done that. So... It, it, to me it doesn't matter what the adventure is okay even yeah some of them would mean more but to me it's like oh no no like something by marco polo oh fucking sam would want to check this out like this is sam would love this sam would fucking kill <laughs> check out this. that boulder sam would love that boulder sam would break into a museum and steal this lamp like he would do it you know what i mean so in that sense um like i uh, to me it didn't matter what the adventure was it's just that he feels like he has to go do it sure you know, uh, just that drive. Yeah, sure, you're wrong, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Just such a I mean, sure, like, well, it's sure, more yeah. like I think sure. if you if you take it as the as the series the way it's presented, it's very mm. clear that the first one, the third one, are more personal journeys. Is my yes. that's my point. yeah, no, totally. The totally. critique of the second one that I always had was the fact that the journey just felt like a side mission. Yeah, mm. you're wrong, I, but yeah. <laughs> and I really love the. I suppose the uh, the the treasure, I guess, or what they're after with in four and learning about pi- well, pirates are always cool. Who doesn't love pirates? Mm. And um, the the redcoats, 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 redcoats love pirates. pirates. Redcoats, some of them even became pirates. They did some of them, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They abandoned their post, and became pirates. 
No, I do. I, I think Libertalia was a really interesting place. They always, I'd always guess what the next Uncharted might be about, and they would always come out with something that I didn't It's expect. always not Atlantis. <laughs> it's always not Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. Or even if you find, some, like, there was other hidden cities that I learned about on Wikipedia and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, that I could see that being an Uncharted game or an Uncharted plot. They'll go there. And then they come out with something, and I'm like, I didn't even hear that. What the fuck? Yeah, I've <laughs> never like, heard of it. I was looking, and I didn't <laughs> find that. What the, What are you talking about? Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's cool. And also, like, you know, they always pick a very fitting quote that does fit into the story. And this one's very simple, but, the I you know, I'm a man of fortune, and I must seek my fortune. Mm-hmm. It's... Is if that's a real Henry Avery quote, it's so fitting to both Nate and Sam and the villain, who I think in this one arguably is the best villain in the series. Better than Navarro? Ah, no, well, there's nothing okay. better than <laughs> this. Is my personal and not take. knowing I, I... who the villain is, and then all of a sudden being you know, like, Yeah, who's well, that guy? <laughs> Uh, my personal take, Rafe is the best villain in the Uncharted series. He's a very good villain. He's very, he, he's very James Bondy. You he know, is, like the whole also... action scene is very, and he's very Fast and Furious. I could see that in Fast and Furious. You know what? Actually, Fast and Furious probably are going to find a fucking treasure ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, right. what they're after. <laughs> he's um, I just like that he's um, the polar opposite of Nate and Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, he came from a, a rich family wanting to buy mm. his way into treasure hunting, as opposed to a poor family or no family, uh, working your way up. Yeah, I suppose he's there's a bit of a 006. I know there's another Bond reference there, but it's like the if you take the Drakes and make them the the worst, then it becomes Rafe. I do love him as a villain. I don't know if I call him the best one, but he is great. Who is the best villain in the series? Uh, I do like I I, I like Marlo. I, I yeah. think Marlo's the best. Um, there's just something about her and uh, the, the how kind of scary she is without having to do anything. You mm-hmm. know, like in, in just her performance. Rafe is too reliant, I think, on the where he can spend his money. I guess, which is mm-hmm. Nadine and her her military force. Which is a part of the game I don't like. Yeah, and we'll get to that next, I think. But um, I, I, I like how unhinged Rafe really is. Like, I like the bit where he's like, hey, let, let's negotiate like civil people. And then he just shanks the fucking guard in the jail. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you crazy? He's like, you want to find out? You know, he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Like, uh, what is wrong with you? And then I suppose at the end, the sword fight in the burning ship as the fire's around him, and his hair is disheveled and he looks nuts like, and it's like, this guy is fucking crazy. And it's like, he has probably spent more than this gold is worth looking for this gold. But it's not a bit. That's what I like about him. He's not actually motivated by the wealth of it. I don't think. I don't think he's looking for like monetary value. I think he wants to earn something or find something for himself and be remembered for that rather than the guy who just earned, who just inherited his, yeah. his father's money you know i yeah. think he wants to be the guy who, i found avery's gold mm. and it bothers him that he needs the drakes but he's not good at this like i like all that i think it's really good and it nearly fucking drives him angrier mm-hmm. that he has to admit to himself that he needs sam of all people yeah who he thought was dead so he's fucking pulling his hair out for the last however many years looking for this treasure you know uh, eric who do you think is the best villain in the series before we jump over to nadine uh... and shoreline uh, I mean, I like Rafe. I I would actually, unfortunately, I would put the Uncharted Tree villains kind of at the bottom for me. Um, I didn't ask you that. Yeah, that's not. Right. I know. That's, that's I, know. Not yeah, I know. You don't have to I step know. on I me know. like that. I don't know what. Yeah, what you well, you got to do personal. No, no, Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just gonna step on your board. I'm gonna say Lazarevich is my favorite. I think he's so cool. Is he? Uh, him or Navarro? Really? Actually, yeah, yeah. Lazarus. <laughs> I didn't even know uh, that was a villain. Honestly, if you put up a poll online and said, who's your favorite Uncharted villain? You put Navarro in there. In, in, people are going to be like, who the fuck was Navarro? <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I a lot of people would probably consider Gabriel Roman the villain of Uncharted 1. Although, 
Yeah. Yes, it would change to be the backstabbing Navarro. But yeah. the guy with the most on-screen presence and the guy that you yes. are invested as the villain is Roman. Yeah. But that wasn't the question either. Question was, no, I'm just stepping on best, him now. So, who's the best villain in the Uncharted <laughs> series, in your opinion? And that could even be Ramesses, the fucking pirate. You know? <laughs> it could it's, be anyone. Actually, sorry, Eddie, sorry, actually, Eddie, sorry. It's Eddie. Eddie Ramesses. Sorry. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step on your less, Adam. Actually, Ramesses is at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, at the bottom. I'm a nice guy. It's like fuck off, Ramesses. Um, actually, I that now that you brought up Eddie Raja. <laughs> I really wanted that's one character I wanted a cameo from in the prison. That would have been great. Yeah. Not 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 a huge interaction, but just a quick this is where Nate first met, met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I good. even if that was the guy you're fighting at the start in the kind of setup fight. Or yeah. you know, or if or that was one of Eddie's actually, guys or something. Eddie actually helps you. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, but you owe me, you owe me, yeah, Punta, yeah. you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is great. But yeah, I just, because I remember what, even when I was playing it, I was looking around going, I wonder if Eddie is in here somewhere. I like, was the same. Yeah. I was like, sure, you're going to make a reference to one here. It would have been a yeah. nugget. But anyway, now let's jump over to Nadine and Shoreline, who you mentioned, Adam. You didn't really like that element. No. No. And Nadine went on to be a pretty good character with the spin off. Um, yeah, Lost Legacy game, but her inclusion in four was really not necessary. It was more they. It's almost like they needed another character, mm-hmm. and I don't have problems with the character, what she does, and things like that. It's just more like where does she fit into it, and she doesn't really fit into the game because even at the end, she kind of just goes, "Yeah, this is mental," and leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, which ties into the theme, I guess, of the game, but that theme and that message is there regardless of Nadine's inclusion. And it was just felt like an excuse for... It was a Lazarevich 2.0. It's an excuse to have a military to go against. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's just... I mean, there's no other way you're going to have an endless amount of people to kill, I guess, unless you include soldiers, because it gets a bit ridiculous with one entry, I guess. The amount of people they have to kill. Oh uh, no, tree! I don't. I don't think tree is that ridiculous because they are a secret organization. Yeah, I could buy it in tree. I could buy it in tree that they sure. they probably do hire mercenaries and they probably like they probably have uh, an endless wealth. Uh, no one one though is the most ridiculous. It's like, one, it's more so. It's not necessarily like the mercs that Gabriel Roman and Navarro have hired. Or it's, it's the pirates. Seps, it's the pirates. Eddie's so crew many. is huge. There's yeah. so many, and they keep coming, and it's just like. What else is there to do? You know. And then when they're gone, and then you realize that there are mercs, then you're like, why did he hire two lots of uh, guys? Yeah. Like, it's cool for me to have different enemies to fight, but in story wise, it's it's ridiculous. It why are they both? Gabriel Roman must really either love like South America or really hate South America, Consider like he hires South South American pirates. And South American mercenaries. Well, the other thing is he. Um, it's not. It's not clear why he hires these armed people. Like, okay, so he's going to the island, right? He doesn't know that there's zombies on this island or whatever. He doesn't know that. It's uninhabited. He doesn't know that Nathan Drake is coming. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know any of that. He has literally just hired guys to help him search the island yeah <laughs> so that in one case that's the difference between like Lazarevich has an army like they are his men yeah, already. yeah, yeah. and Marlow has these men and they yeah. and their mission is to find this stuff but then couldn't you um, just apply that same critique then to why Rafe has bothered hiring Shoreline yeah well, I yeah you I can do. and I actually Shoreline as a group of enemies are my least favorite in the series yeah, yeah. I would say um I don't like how they look I don't buy them be like I just don't buy their them being in the game really, um, being motivated by finding this treasure or anything like that. I, I just don't buy it. Like I, they're getting paid to be there, obviously, but I think mm. someone more from the underworld, some uh, like just another gang of scumbags, I think would have been, you know, with a leader who's also like a notorious another Eddie Raja type. Yeah, or or, or even been better. 
like if they wanted to bring some of the like even Lazarevich's men now that Lazarevich is dead what happens to the soldiers perhaps they're now mercs and Oh, that could have been a cool tie-in yeah uh, yeah, it's it's just it's weird. I think it doesn't uh, Nadine. She is she not looking for some of the wealth just to be able to help she, save? Yeah, her military? her her military force. Uh, they had a few run of bad jobs. Yeah, I think Elena explains this to you when you're driving when you're in the mm-hmm. jeep. To yeah. the, so they had a few bad jobs. So therefore, this is their kind of saving job to put their their yeah. name back on the map, get a lot of wealth and stuff. Yeah. So that they. So can I, I, yeah. I I understand why she wants to do it. I just don't understand why Rafe has hired them. That's the yeah. Bit where it's like, this yeah, is like weird. They, they don't even with with that kind of track record, then they don't even seem all that competent. Yeah. Well, um, they might they might have been cheaper. Might well, have they could have been cheaper, but it's Possibly. just it, it's like I don't know. It is it. Do you want to hire people really good at killing to dig? Yeah, I know that that that's why you just like hire a fucking construction crew or something. Yeah, where, where's where's Alan Grant? Where's where's Jeff Goldblum on this? Like, get the get the crew from Jurassic Park in here. Yeah, yeah. Why are you get yeah, because like you don't want to be damaging shit. Well, like, yeah, they're they. I suppose they are. They have blown the up TNT, a fucking dynamite but, and shit. Yeah, you know that uh, excavation teams use TNT anyway. So I just don't understand why you need a military. It's it, that's that's yeah. a bit of the game. That's a bit like okay, we just need something to kill. I guess. Which is why I don't understand, like, why couldn't Rafe just have people who just work for him? Like, they're his own security personnel and stuff. Even if that's just for the first few uh, missions. Yeah, that would make sense. Or he owns them. He owns Shoreline. As in he has a, you know, where he has uh, spread his wealth across places. Like, one of them would be a private military company that he bought, maybe. That's right. Simple. Yeah, yeah. Why not just That's, do that? That is simple. Why not? He just owns it. Yeah. But then I do. The like, I want to say Nadine, though, who probably works in the PMC is probably like, when she sees it, she leaves it. Now she's kind of turning her back on the PMC to go off and help yeah, Chloe. Yeah. I do like Nadine as a character. I do mm. want to say that, but mm. she does. I agree that her involvement in this does seem like that kind of MCU style thing of like a character who's being set up to have their own spinoff. Yeah, I think she's better you know? in the Lost Legacy. I prefer her yeah. in it. She's yeah. a better character. Like I, I like the her and Chloe team up. Um, yeah. In Lost Legacy, I think I think that really works. They're 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 a good work. dynamic because they're both very strong headed and somewhat stubborn, clashing against each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us, which is yeah. yeah, they're they're very good characters. We haven't spoken yet about Sully's involvement in this game. We've actually spoken about all the other major characters, but Sully might as well give him a quick mention. Um, all right, he's us... been mentioned. All right, moving on. Moving on. Wait, you've got nothing nice to say about Sully. Come no, on. No, Sully. Sully's great because come on. <laughs> Sully has also grown up in this. He's also trying to be the voice of reason, like Elena is for Drake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's telling Drake, "Go home, go to your wife. Me and Sam will do this." Yeah, so he's not necessarily yeah, yeah. saying he's not necessarily giving up on the game, but he's just going, "Look, you know, you you got us." You got what the rest of us can't have, so you just you don't waste that. Mm. Yeah, uh, and which he is... well, that's how Uncharted Three ended, wasn't it? You know, Sully yeah. had been minding the wedding, ready the wedding ring this whole time, mm-hmm. and you know gave it back to Nate at the end and was like, "Let this go now, move on." Mm. You know, we 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 did it. We got rid of Marlo. The your sick Paris Magna ring is gone. Let the past be the past. It's time to move on. And then with Sam disrupting that, and yeah, I do love the moment where Nate goes out and makes a phone call where he's fucking lying to Elena, and Sully is just like telling Sam, "It's like you know, it took him a long time to get out of this, you know." Yeah. And it's I I think from the get go, Sully doesn't trust Sam. You know, yeah. he hasn't pegged better than Nate does. Like it's like that he's Sam is Nate's blind spot, but Sully is like, like I I know your type. Like I'm I'm not. Yeah. You can't swindle a swindler, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Now that that's a good sequence. And that's a really great sequence. Well, when Elena leaves the motel, and mm. Sully's trying to get him, he's like go after her, and he's like, you know what, Sully, be useful, and you go after her. And it's like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do, Drake. God yeah, damn it, yeah, man! Yeah. Don't push <laughs> Sully away. Don't push Sully away, too. You goddamn dick. Yeah, yeah his involvement like in the story is like enough as well. Yes, you yes, he, he's not because he is a lot older that he can't be doing the whole jumping and climbing and stuff that he was doing in the other games and there is but... a bit of a like uh oh but my new friends here i've had my time with you i'm gonna hang out with my new friend <laughs> but i also like the reverse of that as well is that sam isn't crazy about sully 
and yeah. and he's he's kind of annoyed that Nate has had all these adventures with Sully. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's kind of well, he's jealous. Like he's very jealous of what Sully and Nate have been through and how how um how how Nate looks up to Sully and not as much to Sam anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite Sully moment in this game, and it's probably my favorite Sully moment in the series. He's it's in Scotland and he's on the plane and he's talking to Nate on the walk talkie. Yeah, the, oh, yeah it's so brief it. and it's subtle, but it's lovely. And where he's just like, oh, by the way, Nate, I was like, yeah, uh, ah, oh, you know, just bring me back something shiny. Yeah, but what he, you know, you can see <laughs> what he actually wants to say to him, and it's just it's it's wonderful, like it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, the performance is just throughout, and I think it's because of the way the technology is advanced to get the subtleties in facial expressions and things like that that you they don't need to say everything like in the old days everyone had to say what how they felt like look at the exposition mm-hmm. in metal gear solid for example like they have to do that because you can't emote yeah uh, but here yeah. now we we're at a point where you can uh and i suppose last of us really is the first one to, to really touch on that but it's almost like they're perfecting it with uncharted 4 yeah mm. Yeah. Is Uncharted 4 the best game in the series? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be. Well, not on a technical yeah, performance so. scale. Not just that, though. Is it your favorite game in the series? Yes. Well, you didn't ask that now. Well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Uncharted 4 is, um, even though there's some bits that are kind of annoying, such as the, the playing the kids sequences and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's so much more fun to play in as well, out of all of them, because you, you, there is choice and there's the multiplayer aspect of it as well there's the obviously the story i I really love i love the fact that they completely subverted expectations with every aspect of the game so uh, like so i thought cortez was going to be the villain is that his name cortez not cortez oh no um Um, oh i know who you mean though and yeah yeah the cartel chap the the guy in the prison he's actually a great character is his name not cortez no. no, Hector Alcazar. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Alcazar. Hector Alcazar. That's the guy. Like, you think he's the villain. You do. He's not. You think there's going to be monsters. There isn't. You think that he's going to die at the end. He doesn't. Like, I mean, this thing has, like, just twists and turns the whole way through. And it's great. And it's really lovely how it ends. Yeah. It's pretty nice how it ends. And I do like what you were saying there about Hector Alcazar actually mentioning that for a moment we buy as a player we buy sam's lie because yeah. we play through his lie yeah and yeah. and he so that's a wonderful way of putting like that a, into the player's hands he feels like a proper uncharted villain too he does and you're like oh yeah and he seems so scary he seems way scarier than rafe yeah that it's like okay we have to fucking save your life yeah for sure so yeah no, I, I totally... And the I fact totally that, like, Drake... Drake knows Hector Alcazar. So when Drake is all like, yeah, I heard he died. He's like, what? He's not dead? Like, even Drake's afraid. So it does build upon the, the layers of this character and, yeah, the layers of the lie. But that's... Sometimes the lies work is the bigger the lie, the more believable it is. Yeah. Eric, stop dancing uh, around the topic, though. And <laughs> What's your favorite uh, Uncharted game? Uh, 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 now, now that we have spoken about all four of them. I'm not. I'm not um, leaving out the Lost Legacy. By the way, it's just that we're kind of focusing or on Golden Nate's journey. Or Golden Abyss. I, I can't really talk to that. To be honest, I haven't played it. <laughs> um, but I suppose we are just. Fo- we didn't mention it though. We are just focusing on Nate's journey. So it's not to say that oh, Lost Legacy doesn't count. Lost Legacy is amazing. But we are focusing on the kind of quadrilogy, <laughs> the main saga of Nate's journey. Right. Um, so. Now the fourth one is great, but I actually think it is. The least fun to replay. Oh, you're a psychopath. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> no, like because of those bits with the kids, it's yeah. really hard to do a full playthrough because those bits just aren't fun to play. Or there's the bits where it's like, you know where you have to go, you know what you have to do. And in all the other ones, you'd be able to just do that. And that's fine. That's done. You keep, keep going on with it. So speed running is a lot easier than all the other ones. But in four, it's like you have to do, oh, go over here. And then they have to drag your attention to the thing that you have to push. And like, but I know I have to push that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. on a replay value, I think four isn't, when you're playing the whole thing, it isn't as fun to replay the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But yes, when when playing those kind of, when you're playing those combat moments and when playing those moments where you can go about it differently, 
that's really nice. And select that's really new, it does different weapons, unlocking new weapons. Unlocking yeah, new it's really and it's re- and the driving around and all the different yeah, like, yeah. hidden mm-hmm. conversations that can make those open world moments yeah. um much more fun to play. It's just that there are those little moments that kind of stop the gameplay when you're wanting to do like a speed run or something yeah. when you plan to play. And I would say actually on top of that, Lost Legacy is even more fun to play than Uncharted 4. Yeah, because it probably yeah. because it's more compact, it doesn't have as much of that stuff. Like you can yeah, just get on with yeah. it. It's really great. And it's a lot more of those kind of playgrounds to shoot yes. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like that bit in Madagascar is so fun to play it. Yeah. As well. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just but what is your favorite Uncharted game? Yeah, we still <laughs> haven't got the answer to this fucking question. Like, Jesus Christ. Like. <laughs> so Way which one go. of the last you, four that we've spoken like about is great at fucking writing essays in college or school and shit. This is uh, like, actually, 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 it's unreal in an interview. It's like, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, that's Let a funny question. Let me tell you about... Let me tell you about someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I could tell you that, but I could also tell you how water's made. <laughs> 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 right okay it is between four or two i don't really know sorry right? but it's between four and two two because of just the playground fun of how it is to speed run it mm-hmm. four because of the performance and the story and the technical aspect so okay. it's between those two so which so one if you combine <laughs> fuck god damn it <laughs> um, yeah, pick one which one's your favorite here's how four, i go right four because four gives four, me more emotion one three or yeah four one three two that's my ranking Oh, we're doing a ranking now? Well, uh, I'm just helping them out here. Come on, let's not do this. Just okay, so, out. Just, yeah, but why so are you doing a ranking? My, I said... Of just the four, yeah. My favorite Uncharted is Uncharted 4. I just think the story and the way to balance everything is fucking incredible. It's got some of the best puzzles and adventuring in the series, as well as great action set pieces, great performances. The music is amazing throughout. It has been throughout the entire series. Um, there, are, I have small nitpicks, but they're only small. So it, it's just fucking one of the greatest games ever made, really. Um, four is number one, then Uncharted two, then Uncharted one, and then Uncharted three. That's my ranking of the four. Okay. Now water is made when you get hydrogen. <laughs> no. All right, Uncharted four. Okay. Right? I think your there ranking is the same as mine, Eric. If I'm, if I really think about the way. You oh yeah, about I, let's let's do that. Yeah, my my rank is the same as Chris's. Four, but, two, well, you, one, three. If if I was to deduct, like you literally just said, well, it's the, between four and two. Between four and two. <laughs> You've, tree you've was your least favorite. The last episode, <laughs> tree is your least favorite. So one has to be that other spot. So yeah, yeah. No, it'll be four, two, one, and three. Uh, four because of the the feels it gives me. It gives me all those feels. I'm like, yeah, mm. I like those feels. So we've we've you know said that it is our favorite game in the series. Um, apart from Shoreline, are there any other criticisms that you do have of the game? I know Eric, you pointed out that the yeah. there's those little bits like. That's where a very a fair criticism. So scripted. Right, yeah. And it is a fair criticism. Yeah. Because it works great for your first time, mm. but it doesn't work any time after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other criticisms? Um, not enough the unlockables. Loading. Sorry. Not enough unlockables and the loading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eric, you go first. Not enough unlockables. Like yeah. Skins, you know, the skins. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Skins and concept <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. There's not enough of that. Like, yeah, I like okay. you know, like because that is one way to kind of it's good in the multiplayer, you... don't it? Yeah, but you have to like fucking pay for it with real money and shit. No, you don't. Do you not? No. Oh That's God. how you get them quick. But no, if you actually like you know play the game and progress, mm-hmm. you I know. But I, I I would have I would have liked to like I would have liked them because that was again a, a criticism I had in Uncharted Three when when it first came. It was there was like no unlockables, so I was like, what's the point of me doing anything then in this game? Because there's nothing, no reward at the end of it. Um, there's a ton of unlockables. Only in the multiplayer. It was only when they no. re when they, no when they remastered it there was. Oh really? The remaster they put oh. in all the unlockables, but not in the original because that was one of my biggest complaints with it. Was like, okay, I wanna yeah, be because you loved you loved getting the, yeah you loved yeah. getting the skins and stuff. You were really especially yeah. on Charter One. You're really big into that. I remember Charter One on Charter Two was like, such a crack. Like you know, you could almost <laughs> invent your own story as you yeah, played yeah. as like one of Eddie Rash's pirates. You know what I mean, it's just. <laughs> It was good fun, like you know. It's I, just uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a great way to keep. Shaping. And then what about the loading times? Yeah, well, I I mean, this is just a, a critique of that generation, not necessarily on the game itself, but yes, mm-hmm. the, the the loading, I guess, would could be a, a criticism, especially in the multiplayer, waiting for things to load up, and if 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 it uh, cancels, then brings you back to the main menu. 
It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Like I said, these are tiny nitpicks. Yep. Um, I share some of those criticisms. I don't like the menu. Oh, I love the menu. I don't like it. I don't think... Yeah, but I love final... it, so that trumps your dislikes. So it's fine. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I take it back. You're yeah. right. Yeah. No, I'll I tell you why I don't like it. <laughs> if, if I'll tell you why I don't like it, if I may. Sure. Uh, okay. I, I'll the entertain the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll dismiss that. Um, I think it's just because it's the final Uncharted game, and the menu has always been, like, pumped you know so like <laughs> let's go on an adventure and this is the final one and i get that it's more emotional and it's more somber and that does kind of fit the game but actually this kind of looks like a, a last of us style menu like it's just oh, totally okay. quiet there's a skeleton in a cage it just feels it's like am i about to play a dark kind of a really dark game which it's not it's not really that and i do think that they could have had you know the emotional version of the main theme play with like just i don't know uh images of say the map or something like that yeah well you and do the kind of like would a have felt more in Uncharted one they had that um on the main menu you would have followed like the old style cartography maps yeah yeah they yeah. had it done that that had done that but with the emotional very... theme yeah from this one i think that could have been it's like we're about to go on our final adventure and it is a bit more somber. It is a bit more emotional, but it's the final adventure, you know? That's sure. Uh, yeah. Take, take that, Adam. No, no, no. This is why no, I love no, it. You love it because <laughs> it gives you nothing. And it, no, you love it because you, you love everything, it because it's, uh, it's wait, the don't, only one. Saying? It's the only one out of yeah. all the title sequences. Maybe actually two a little bit, but, but I think mm-hmm. with this one, it really sets up. If you weren't sure what the game is going to be about uh, in terms of what you're after, this has the, like it's it's a pirate in mm-hmm. in a gibbet. Is that what it's called? Gibbet? A gibbet, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. So you know, okay, I'm after I'm I'm after pirates. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm after. Like it's got the Goonies all over it. Right? So it's the only one that gives you that feel of adventure from the Okay. Two okay. a little bit, because you have the sure. kind of temple a little bit, I think. Isn't that, isn't that the Is that this what's the yeah, menu I think for so, two? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think it's the, the it's temple the temple with the with the multiple arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that. So that kind of gives you all right. So we're in kind of that area, Asia. but, but mm. I think this one really has a sense of adventure to it with the color palette. But also, it's thematic because it's the it's the pirate who is imprisoned in this cage for his sins of 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 greed of what he's after, which yeah, represent yeah. that's just the theme of the game. And it's it the is, only yeah. one that does that. Spoken like a VizCom student or a VizCom. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about color and palettes and all that. My only, my only other criticism, which we talked about before, the last time we talked about this, and like, look, there's no, it's it's both genius and bothersome to me that mm. there's no monsters. I totally I love get it. That. I know. <laughs> I totally get it. And yes, the monster there, is in the mall. Even, the monster is yourself. They even have a sequence where they're yeah. leading up to a monster. You're waiting for it and they subvert your expectations. Yes, there's no monster. And yeah. looking for gold is genuinely disappointing. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's like you get to the end. Yes, it's just a pot of fucking gold, you know? Like, that's all it is. And yeah, humans suck. But yeah, I get it. Human folly is great, but it's our last Uncharted adventure. I would have liked just that, that final kind of, sig- like, get the whole uncharted experience in one go like i think people forget because of the way they were handled in uncharted 2 and uncharted 3 they forget how much of a role the monsters played in uncharted 1 and that it was a huge part of uncharted i do think though that in we, the beginning we are in the minority in saying that we loved the monsters and creatures in uncharted 1 really yeah that was well, that's why it's one just of the, my take that's one of the criticisms <laughs> i think of, of the first one I sure. love the monsters for sure, but I did think I was probably because of two and three, I was getting a bit tired of them. So were they, I think. And, I think yeah, the developers I, were as well. And I liked what they did here, that it is a monstrous thing as what happened. But it doesn't mean I don't want any more monsters. I think if they continue to do some... If we get the Sam and Sully adventure game, I think it would be nice to see It would be really nice to see Sam's for... reaction to something supernatural. Yeah, because he wouldn't have seen it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they could have also had monsters in Lost Legacy. They could have, yeah. They yeah. could have. I think they've abandoned that idea. But anyway, that's yeah. just like a minor criticism. What is your favorite part of this game, just as we're coming towards the end of this episode? 
Every bit with Drake, with Nathan Drake and Elena Drake. Every bit with Nathan Drake. When Nathan Drake's in it, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, so that's, good. that's pretty good. I like that bit. <laughs> Do you like Nathan Elena's the... scenes? All their scenes, well, yeah. Well, their yeah. scenes are incredible. But the bit yeah. that I always, like, every time I think about turning on the game, especially if I was, like, testing out a TV or something, or, or when we got the PS5 or the PS4 Pro, right, when I want to see the difference between them, it's the bit in the boat with Sam exploring the yeah. island. That is yeah, just... Yeah. Yeah. That's like you know when I go when I go to Malta and I and I visit the little islands and the caves and stuff. Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm in that section of Uncharted right now and I yeah. fucking love it. Um, yeah, that's my favorite part to play. That's my most that's the most enjoyable part of the game. But I think the best part of the game is what Eric was saying is the moments, the performance moments between Nate and Elena. Yeah. I think are just they hit her. They hit her. So yeah, that moment really. Oh, I fucking ah oh, the tears stream down the face. Uh, is when you're. In the jeep and you're driving along the island and, and the music having, the music is beautiful the conversations they're having and just the whole thing is just great and then their their moment at the end you know like elena gets drake again you know like back to mm. uncharted 2 because it's an amazing game um <laughs> uh you know where like drake thinks elena died and he's like crying and stuff and then they have their jokey moment at the end of uncharted 2 about how it was like a f- six or something was how scared he was and then we get to Uncharted 4 and the explosion goes off and he thinks Elaine is dead again. Mm-hmm. And she plays yeah. that little joke on him and stuff. It's just, ah, the just brilliant. <laughs> stuff is great. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. good. And, and, I, and for that moment, I did think, have they done it? Have they just killed yeah. Elena? Uh, yeah, no, really, really good. Um, yeah, because that would have <laughs> fucking sucked. It's, it's yeah. like, it's things like that. Yeah, where it's that would have like, killed us. You know, like, yeah. I just think, you know, killing off really well beloved characters is just not a good idea, you know? Not always. Not always. Sometimes but, it is, but not yeah. But not just not always. Just for the, not for, for the sake of doing it. For the sake of like, if if their journey, if it's like okay, well, I physically can't go any further with this character, and I don't want to write them to a point where they end up dying. Then sometimes it's a good idea to kill them off before you mm-hmm. get to that point. Yeah. But when you kill off a character for the sake of just creating an emotional response, that's just. I just think that's a not a it's not a great way to send off the character, and mm. that's kind of what I was ex- expecting out of this game. Yeah, and I would have hated that if 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 they had a kill off any of the characters actually in this game. Well, speaking of send offs, I think the right way to send off this episode and our Uncharted game series discussions is to we have explained this before, but it's not like everyone in the world has checked out. Um, some of our earlier episodes or anything like that so it is worth pointing out again this game is where our podcast got its name from yes, so it is. Th- there is a chapter in Uncharted 4 called the Brothers Drake where we learn about the origins of where they, they took that surname mm-hmm. and after that we set up a, a Facebook messenger group so that we could keep in contact with each other Um. I think Adam set it up, actually. Mm-hmm. The picture is still the cover, the art from Uncharted 4, and it's called The Brothers Drake because this is one of those game series that we all kind of bonded on, connected on. We uh, connect with the adventures that Nate goes on. Um, so it, made, it, was like, it was a cool reference more than anything else. And then when we were coming up with the podcast name, I mean, we were trying loads of ideas and we were like, oh, fuck, everything that we can think of gaming-related is taken. Like, someone has already fucking done this 100 times over. Um... And then we're like, well, what if we called it the Brothers Drake? Because that's the name of our chat. And it's it comes from a video game. The reason we didn't go with that is because that sounds very much like an Uncharted-only podcast. However, we wanted to talk about... We wanted to talk about Skyrim. We want to talk about Skyrim in every episode. <laughs> so then a play on that was the Brothers Take, where we would, it, it, we would know where it came from, but it would be that we, as three brothers, can give our take on all the games that we love. So that's yeah, where... never told me that. What? what? I didn't know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the Brothers Take comes from. And of course, we could talk loads more and go way more in depth about Uncharted 4 and all of its themes and all of its characters and all of its moments. But I suppose that's what 
the comment section is really for. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please do jump down in the comments to share your thoughts on Uncharted 4, anything we brought up, and also all the stuff that we didn't. We'd love to continue a discussion on this game. We love it. Um, and please, if you enjoyed this, give it a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell for all future episodes. If you're listening to audio platforms, then you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, to give your take on Uncharted 4. That concludes this week's episode, but we will be back next week to talk about the Uncharted movie in full spoiler form because we have all seen it. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that's going to be fun.